It was as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Talk sport with RTL Today Radio. Kia ora and good and Orvin from RTL Today Radio, Studio 4 in Kirchberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. And tonight it's all about the Doodle Steelers, 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 Steelers. We are, let's say, we're live in the studio. It's the 5th of April. The weather's bright, light, and cooler. It's show number 86. You're with myself, Nathan Snade, with the uh, with the helmet on, defensive helmet, just in case Scott Brown tries to throw uh, something over, maybe a, a rusty one. I'll throw a rusty one your way. Yeah. Um, t- very fortunate tonight. We have guests Patrick, Mike, and Dave. It's our sounds long- like a Luxembourgish boy band already, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Um, it's our local sports wrap. Uh, yeah, get involved in the show. Six two one fifty two five thousand. We would like you to uh, be involved. Ask some questions if you want to know how to get into American football. Well, I know we've got plenty of questions for uh, for these uh, these three gentlemen this evening. We'll give them their. Uh, there's 30 seconds of fame. David, do you want to uh, start things off? 30 seconds about yourself. Who are you? Hi, I'm Dave, or David. I uh, born and raised in Luxembourg, moved to the UK, found out about American football, because they have cheerleaders, you know. And uh, yeah, came back and joined the Steelers, because I love the sport, and you've got to stay active. And did fit. you play any other sports as a youngster, growing up? Uh, did some martial arts, um, played a lot of tennis, actually, you know. There's a transition um, for your tennis to American football. Well, turns out when, when you've never played rugby before and you go to England and people go, do you want to join the rugby team? You're like, you've got 10 years head start on me. American football levels the playing field. I mean, how old are you? 35. You don't look it, but I always say when these big boys come in, oh, I'd love to have someone like you on my team in the rugby. But anyway, let's not get into that. Uh, Patrick, Pat, which what do you prefer? Doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The head, the head, coach. Doesn't the head coach um, of uh, Doodle head, head honcho. How, uh, obviously, a genuine burger, a rarity these days, as we say. How did you get involved in... Uh... Oh, that's a long time ago. Uh, I'm actually uh, in my 30 years. Uh, 30 years uh, in Steelers, formerly Dragons. Uh, I was nearly a founder of the, the team uh, 30 years ago, before I played soccer. Then it was boring. We won't hold that against you. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, my cousin was the founder, one of the founders of the team, and he was behind me to, to join the team. And then I joined, so and I never quit well, the fact for that 30 the, years. The bit, the bit that stands out for me is 30 years, so obviously the fact you've stayed committed to it is uh, absolutely fantastic to hear. Something we often talk about um, with a lot of sports is the nature of a, a country like Luxembourg. We have a lot of expats who drift in and drift out, so you know that's fan- fantastic to hear. And Mike or Michael? Mike. Yeah, my, only Michael my, if my you're real, in trouble. Mike. My real name is Michael, so yeah. everybody calls me Mike. So I was born and raised in Luxembourg too. I went to Germany for a couple of years when I was married. And, uh, well, I just came into American football a couple of months ago. 
uh, as my girlfriend. She's the secretary of the club, and I don't know who got the idea, but somebody told me, do you want to be the team manager? I said, okay, why not? <laughs> so, okay, what's Dave, you're laughing there. Is that you, is it? Is that over, uh, you know, an, uh, a gentleman's agreement over a few, uh, a few, uh, a few beers, no? Maybe? I don't know. Let's not get into that too much. <laughs> Uh, gents, just to uh, start things off, we we'll just rattle things off. We always talk about uh, in the world on this day in sport. So just a couple ones for you. The first international rugby league matches played between England um, and other nationalities, which included Welsh and Scottish players in Central Park, Wigan and England. David, you'll know what I'm talking about. Obviously, rugby league, rugby union, two very different things. Obviously, rugby league's more played in the north of the country and rugby union more played in the south. In 1919, Antwerp is officially declared the host city of the 7th um, Olympic Games and it was the first after the um, the First World War. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And in 1967, 76er Wilt Chamberlain set an NBA record of 41 rebounds. That's some going. And in 1984, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar he broke Wilt Chamberlain's all-time career scoring record of 31,419 points. He went on to record 38,387, which was obviously overtaken just recently by LeBron James on the 7th of February 2023. Now, in this day in 1998, France thrashed Wales 51-0 at Wembley Stadium. That sounds like a, a today score, actually, Scott, doesn't it? At After Wembley, what's been Wembley. going on. Why were they and, playing uh, at Wembley? Oh, it's because they were building the Millennium Stadium, the Principality. Yeah. Yes, they yeah, were they too. They were indeed. Um, and uh, that was a second straight Five Nations Rugby Championship and Grand Slam. Fly half Christoph Lamasson land five conversions and two penalties. few birthdays today. Heinrich Stenson, Swedish golfer. Many happy returns on this, the day of your birth in 1976. And then in 1982, Thomas Hilschberger, have I said that right? Hiltz, yep. Hiltzberger, German footballer uh, and director of... Uh, director of, fo- director Stuck- of football Stuttgart. At, um, in Stuttgart at the moment. Very he was good. Born in, born in Munich. Can right, gents, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's cut right to the chase here. Steelers. Okay, originally it was the Dragons. Dragons. Part, okay, and how long was it the, the Dragons? Oh, <laughs> I think uh, mostly 20 years. Okay. Yeah. And was the, because uh, obviously when you say the, the, the Steelers, obviously Pittsburgh springs to mind straight away. And was that the colour scheme before or did the colours change as well with the, no, the, with the name? the colours uh, was uh, black or yellow every time. Uh, is that, are they the co- colours of Doodlelange? Yeah. Black and yellow? Yeah. Like the that's Wasps, the reason. like uh, London Wellington, that's the, now we're right that's up something, my street. Something Nathan's massive into is obviously you've got the sports like, you know, handball, uh, volleyball, basketball, football, um, you know, obviously big part of the communes and such and it's actually really cool to hear that you've embraced the, the colours of, uh, of the commune as well and it's something that... You, yeah. Can I just say, the merch you've got, the old Taparoo on the helmet yeah. here, absolutely. My glor- plan is to uh, sweat loads great. during the show, so they Dave don't ask for it back. Glorious, and I thought they originally because you spent some time in in Hull. You were saying I thought they, well, and they remind me of the colours of Hull KR. Have those colours? Wasps Rugby, Wellington Wellington Rugby are also black and uh, yellow. black and yellow as well. What, who was it? Anyone in basketball? Black and yellow. I'm trying to think. Put us on the spot. No, that horrible Kiwi kit. The, you know the old school one day kit. 
That was like well, a creamy. That was more. Was it a beige? Was, that was more like the beige brigade, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Football. Watford. They yellow and black. Could be, no, yellow. And, yeah, they are the yellow. And black. Are hey, mate. We, as always, we go off on a tangent here. <laughs> what year was the club formed then? Thirty years ago. Yeah. 1993. And for wintertime, we just go in the gym. Yeah. And how, um, I mean, how, do, how, how often are we training? I say we, like I've played and I joined. You've got to steal how, how, how often do you train, David? Uh, we're on twice a week. So right now, it's usually one of our practice times. So, um, you know, we're making a big, big, big commitment. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> Hope, then, I'm sure uh, the coach has called off track. Well, have you called off training so everyone can listen in and watch you on the okay. thing? No, we, <laughs> we, we, got, we got other coaches that are down there. Yeah. You know, keeping the boys in shape. We'll, uh, we'll pan then... across to them and they'll all be running right in the changing rooms here and <laughs> stuff, yeah. Um, and then what days do you play on Sundays? So we play on Saturdays and Sundays right now. That's a bit of a change. Usually it's Sundays, um, but... Uh, and is that is that in Germany? Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I'm, tell me if I'm out of line here, but I'd imagine you're a much stronger team at home than you would be away. Do you find it... Tr- uh, is it hard to get the boys to travel for these games or is it always... Um... Yes and no. I mean, it's a it's a thing because you know the guys that are going to go on the bus, they're committed, and I think with all big team sports, it's a mental and a physical side. And if you're if you're getting on that bus and you're going there, you don't want to you don't want to go there to just lose and sit on the bus for three hours and be miserable. You want to go home and you know go out with a bang. So I think sometimes where you can be just as strong as at home, it's, it's all about the mind. I mean, I remember obviously playing rugby out here and. The nature of Luxembourg is um, all the nationalities and all the languages that um, come with it. There was one day we played, and in the 22-man squad, we had 16 different nationalities. Mate, you had fellas chatting in Luxo, and then you had the Frenchies chatting to each other, but they don't understand English, but they understand a bit of German. Mate, it was, you had a couple of Arabic lads as well, and it was, yeah, absolute chaos. What's, what's the common language with it in, in the team? Luxembourgish? Uh, French, <laughs> English, American, American. Portuguese, Ameri- American, American, yeah, a bit of everything. Yeah, bit of- yeah, a little bit of everything. Most of that English, but a lot of French too. But we have German people too, so uh, we try to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, people translate uh, nearby. So uh, Na- nature of the beast in Luxembourg sport, isn't it? So what what league are you uh, guys currently playing in at the moment? Uh, actually, we, are, we just subscribed to the uh, Verbandsliga Mitte. It's a simple name. It's a league hosted by the American Football Federation of Germany, where you also find the GFL, GFL 1, GFL 2. And, uh, well, as it's our first year in that league, we have to start from the from bottom. From the bottom, yeah. Yeah, so we start in sixth league. But uh, we already beat the team from the fifth league, which came down from the third league because yep. they couldn't play during two years due to COVID. Right, okay. And they had been recategorized and, uh, yeah, we won uh, 29... To nothing. To nothing, yeah. Oh, happy days. Last week. That was going to be my next question. I mean, presumably, I mean, they're sort of using that American model, but is it possible to, like, pres- you know, progress up the leagues yeah, up sure. to a certain point? But as you say, if you're only training twice a week, you're you're obviously amateur. But is there, there is a professional game in, in Europe, isn't there? Or, or there was? 
No. Not in Germany. No. Okay. They have some import players or they have players they get paid, yeah. but not that much. But uh, the only professional league is uh, the ELF, actually the new league. That's that's uh, that are teams, franchise teams. But that's we, completely we, new league. Now. We played um, for RCL. This has got to be, this has got to be four years ago, and we were up in the first division, um, and we were playing a team called Frankfurt, who are the heavyweights um, up there, and they had this fella on the wing, a guy called Christian Holmes, and mate, this boy. He was a running back. I want to think. I think he played for Mississippi, um, and like you go on his Instagram and he's you know he's running out in front of sixty, seventy thousand people and stuff. And now he's on the on the uh, on the touch. I remember James chirpsing him and be like, "How much you bench, bro?" You know all this sort of chat. And I'm telling you, obviously from a from a rugby IQ point of view, these guys are you know are very very low down, obviously. But my God, I remember peeling off um, a ruck and him sat at guard and launching himself. And he was just like, okay, that's, that was sore. But they make these, they just, they're just, I mean, it's, it's sort of instilled in them from a, from a young age, isn't it? About how you absolutely smash boys. And it's, it's almost as good as scoring a touchdown, isn't it? If you can absolutely, uh, absolutely level someone. The level in the US is crazy. I mean, it's, I mean, it's their religion in a way. Yeah. And, I mean, my experience, I had a coach who played for GB International American Football and their thing was that they went across to the US and played like a low-level college and would get absolutely smashed. Like, yeah. And these were all like super dedicated, hard-committed guys that had sort of gone. And this, you know, this is like, you know, early noughties time. But, and there are guys now in Europe that are taking it to the, to the level where they're making it across. There are some guys that yeah. make it, but... I mean, it's the, it's the nature of the beast, isn't it? You have to... I guess not be open-minded that there can be guys who can come across from from other sports mm. and that sort of thing. Where would you say most of your players like what background do they do they come from before they come to you? Is there a trend or is it could be anything? It's no trend. It's completely different. Soccer, like me, soccer get boring. Boring. They are searching a new challenge. They come to us, but from another team, yeah, sure, of course, but from from everywhere. How many how many make up a squad? So when you're going on about when you're going to play one of these games, how many are on the bus? I mean, you have because obviously you have unlimited subs. You at least have eleven on offense and eleven on defense. That's twenty two without anyone. Well, presumably you got some boys who double up, do you? Or some it depends on the situation. I mean, you know, on game day, I don't know. We can be anywhere from twenty five to sort of ideally it'd be forty guys or whatever. But have you got? Have you got? Is your is your phenomenal effort to get to get forty forty guys there? Is your is your kicker any good? <laughs> he's not. He's not bad, but he's you never bad, know. Yeah. Competition breeds. Oh, yeah. I hear you, brother. Yeah, he as long as I can wear a red shirt and those big boys stay away from me, I, no, I believe think we should have a conversation. In the studio. Have we got. Yeah. yeah. Where's Where's you right, put the ball? Let's there? have a look at this. Got a totally different shape to your uh, to your. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's it's a lot. It's it's smaller, and it's at, they're at they're hot, they're hard to kick. So if you if you hold it like that. Obviously, if I was kicking it like that, I'd put it on a slight tilt, but the sweet spot is a lot harder to uh, to obviously get. So it's one of those ones when, when is, you get... Is when it you, because it's slightly smaller? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's a slightly different shape. It's a little bit pointier because obviously it's more designed for throwing, isn't it? But it's... Um, yeah, mate, when you uh, when you catch these, they can they can really, really fly, really fly. Uh, the, 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 the kick uh, flies a kick. How, do you, how can you see in this? I've got my glasses on. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry for me, I'm not wearing one of them. 
you get used to it. <laughs> yeah. and, and what about the the, the throw? A, a, a quarterback in America, how, what what sort of distance could they throw at? Well, who's the Tom Brady? What what? All over the field. Yeah, uh, he can just, he can, yeah it's. Can, uh, uh, I mean, obviously, no, the, the, yeah. the 60, 70 yeah. yards. Sixty, seventy yards. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the the. I suppose the birth of Instagram. You see all these guys who who go to the combine. You know, that's when they're assessed physically and from a skill point of view you know if they've put themselves up for the nfl draft isn't it and i remember seeing one there was one fella did his broad jump and it was like 12 foot like it is you even watch the guys watching it they're like whoa that is like that's that's freakishly far but you see them when the guys really you know when they really ping it they can really uh Really get hold of it. Your vision in a, in a helmet, I mean, as you say, you'd have to get used to it. Your vision is certainly impaired yeah, in I'm, comparison to rugby. And people are coming coming from all angles here. I mean, you are wearing what's like a face cage that's designed for more of an offensive or defensive lineman, so it's a bit more protective. Okay. You get, you get one for a quarterback. That means the big fellas in the... So quarterbacks, you know, you have two bars across the front right now. Okay. That probably might only have one. There are different varieties of face cages. Yeah. But you do have to get very much used to of... Your head's on a swivel, your head's always up looking because people are out there to try and take you out. To flatten you. And, you know, you get used to using your peripheral vision vision as well to see threats on the horizon and whatnot. Because you, obviously, we've we've all seen... I mean, the first thing we started talking about was all the different American football films and um, there's the one that came out with uh, Sandra Bullock, The Blind Side, Mm -hmm. and we were sort of talking about that. Now, I'm right in thinking, if I'm right-handed, obviously I can scan here, but when they're talking about that blind side, that's where you're, you're, you're basically... You've got somebody there. Who is the guy that sits on? So you have the left tackle who's who's considered quite a high value position. That's what I'm saying. He's like one of the more, I guess, your quarterbacks, your your money man, isn't it? But I know this guy's way up in the the pecking order. Well, it's a salary cap league as well, so you have to divvy up your resources. And there's some quarterbacks that are like, oh, I'll get hit a bit more, but I want some fast guy out there. Yeah, and they take, you know, Joe Burrow took like I think nine sacks in one game. And you're thinking, blimey, the way you're getting hit. Yeah. I suppose it's uh, there is an because unre- you unnecessary roughness or roughing the the quarterback. I've heard all these rules and they do try and look after them. But at the end of the day, if you've uh, got the ball in your hands, you you're fair game. Is that the case or to some extent? Yeah. I mean, a, a couple of years ago, um, Dak Prescott got injured on running out of the running out of the pocket, and it was just a an accident, really. You know, n- nothing in the way he was hit. It was just how your feet are at the time in the turf and the guy comes at you at speed and, you know, these are 280-pound monsters that, like you say, they do broad jumps that are yeah. physically impossible by any normal standard and they're coming at you at speeds. It's just, it'll hurt. And yeah. if your foot's just in wrong, I remember one of our one of the guys that I watch on the NFL broke a guy's ankle by t- pulling him down with his hand because his, his foot was just slightly badly planted. Yeah. And he just ripped him down that strong, and you're just thinking, "What the hell?" I mean, the the scary thing about it is, um, a friend of mine was um, he went on an internship to, I think it was out to Texas. Is it Texas A and M? Is that? And um, he was out there, and he was chatting to um, their S and C, their head of strength and conditioning, and he's like, "What's it like?" And the bloke was, "Mate, I have the easiest job in the world." with these boys because all I have to do is get them fired up and get them chucking tin and if they break down and get injured somebody else coming in to take the spot like it's just it's absolutely brutal you've you've, you've watched Hard Knocks as well I'll yeah. never forget the first the first ever episode I watched of that I think the Patriots won the Super Bowl and the guy and what they, so what they do is ESPN go and film the pre-season of the team that won it 
to see how they're obviously going to change things up and stuff. And they're calling in. They, I think they get 100 guys down for camp, but they're going to cut it to... 63. Yeah, 60. 63, is it? 53. 53. Okay, so cut it down to 53. But they basically get all these guys in and they're going around doing the pre-interviews and stuff and you get called for a meeting and you always get told to bring your playbook. It, you know, it's just a bring your, bring your playbook or whatever. And this guy's like, yeah, he was drafted in as a free agent or as a not, not as a walk and yeah it was a free agent but he'd never played or anything like that and he got there unpacked his bag got a knock at the door yeah coach wants to see you bring your playbook walks in yeah we're going to let you go um, this guy's been uh, released by such and such I'm going to take him on he hadn't even trained mm-hmm. I mean it's just like wow. ruthless yeah, 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 but I mean right. that's you, you You could argue that they are the ultimate those boys at the top end of the game are the ultimate athletes, and now it's aren't they? time it's a free agency drafting is coming now it's all about that it's business so. yeah the, the joke is that NFL stands for not for long yeah the average well, career is three years well actually I'll, I'll, I'll try and dig out the link but there's one I think it's Oregon University sorry I love all this sort of stuff and there's one um, there's a, a, some sort of stat that basically whittles it down from X number of players, start their senior year, then go on to college, then play, um, get a scholarship, finish their uni, go on to the NFL. And it's like, if you're part of the 0.0001%, your average career is it's something stupid, like 1.6 seasons. or it's, it's 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 mental, isn't it? Hopefully your guys last, um, last a bit longer. Listen, we don't want to talk about just the American stuff. We want to talk about Dude Lounge. Um, obviously, the, the peak, of the game or the pinnacle of the game is the Super Bowl do you get the opportunity to play for a I guess a bowl at the end of the year you know do you, or you just play the league win the league and hopefully go up or well that's the aim for this year so we're going to play in two groups and uh, the winner of each group will play kind of a playoff game an off-season game and uh, normally the, the winner of that team moves up to the next league yeah and uh, I hope that. Uh, well, no, I don't hope uh, we're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like. That's what we like. Well, the, the confidence. Yeah. And is is your now again? I'm just using other sports as an example here. Is it more localized in the in the division you're in at your moment, or could you be off to to Berlin or or anywhere like that? You just no, no, no. It's uh, now we spread up in two two groups. And then the farthest way is, uh, I'll say, I think it's about 200 kilometers. Okay. okay. But if we're going to the playoff, we're going to play, uh, if we play against Anschewege, it's um, uh, over 300 kilometers. Yeah. That's the, the farthest. It's the nature oh, okay. of the beast, isn't it? As the level goes up, then you do you do more and more. Uh... Actually, the league is Rheinland-Pfalz, Saarland, maybe Hessen, but... Okay, okay. I would think that the um, due to the American army bases nearby, there'd be a few, few handy players near... Yeah, well, there are several German teams around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. Rammstein, Bitbosch, yeah. Yeah, exactly. How many teams are, how many, do they have just the one club in Rammstein or do they have... No, in Rammstein they didn't, do not have a club, Yeah, a team. There's no team. team. Oh. People who are working in Rammstein, maybe they go playing uh, teams around, but... Okay, not, not, not in Rammstein. In Rammstein, South is, is no team. Bitburg? No, Bitburg no, either. No, Bitburg, it's, uh, Bitburg Barons, that was a high school team yeah. 20 years ago. So uh, it's not not long a time ago. I just passed their field and everything is messed up. Overgrown. So yeah. So as the Bitburg Air, yeah, Airbase went back to the Germans, even the housing area went back to the Germans. They just gave up the field. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if in Spang there is a, a, a team right now, but I don't think so. 
Yeah. Yeah. So um, Let's head down to uh, Doulange. Get it going, huh? Yeah. Um, just from a, you know, just taking a step back from, you know, talking about the highest level and, 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 and such, if you've got a new player who's joining and has never played American football, where the hell do you start? Because you're not going to throw them in. You know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to cut them in half or maybe you do. It depends if somebody doesn't like them or he's maybe with somebody's girlfriend. I don't know. But to you, you know, where, where do you start? What's the first thing you're going to... Basics, skills without contact because you are not able to do contact uh, before you had your medical check in Luxembourg called Medico. It's by the government. Yeah. And uh, so we need that. Uh, otherwise, they cannot uh, do contact. So uh, it's... Uh, Initially, it's basic, basic. Catching, trying to find uh, where his uh, position may be. Can he catch? Can he run? Yeah. We have to try out that and then maybe step by step. Build it up from there. And I mean, it's it's like anything. It's with... uh, This is one of the problems I have when people, um, you know, come to rugby. Rugby, very, very complicated sport if you come to it late. And if you... If you come to rugby training and expect to learn how to play it, that that's your problem. You need to go. You need to go and watch it. You know that's your that's your homework. Is that the same with NFL? Because the real big difference, and, and we talked about this Nathan before, between the American football and the rugby is rugby's a, a continuous process. We all say it's organised chaos because you practice something, it doesn't work. The whistle isn't going to stop. You know, um, you've you've got to continue and adapt to it. Whereas I'm right in thinking in American football, you're, you have set plays to try and obviously break down the defence and stuff like that. And you're almost, you know, the, the, the mistake is thinking it's very individual, but it's not because you're relying on the, the role and the work um, of, of, of what your teammates are doing for you to create spaces and stuff like that. I mean, is that, what, what, do you have a stock set of plays or do you, do you sit down and, and draw them up? and you have a playbook. Everybody on offense has to know it, it um, so everybody has to know what the other is doing, helping the other. That's a process, that's a team job, no individuality. Yeah. yeah. And yourself, um, Patrick, how did you like in terms of the coaching? Did you did you uh, learn as you go along, or do you go to do you go to different uh, coaching courses in in Germany or in, in oh. Europe? How do you learning by doing? Learning I played for twenty five years yeah. by, by myself, so experience. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, uh, I'm coach of that team because sincerely there was no other to do it. Yeah, I did it. It's my passion, so I continue to do it. If there's one time there's another coach coming with a lot of experience, uh, you work with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah feel free to yeah. take that job. Uh, I'm not the kind of man yeah. who's taking uh, on that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting you say that because I think um, you can you could be the best coach in the world, but ultimately the players just want the same guy there at training on a Tuesday, on a Thursday, whatever day it is, and then on a Saturday or a Sunday when you play, and that that often makes you know it's just as powerful as having a. Uh, as having, uh, you know, the best coach in the world. As I said, it's not all serious on here, so I'm going to fire a couple of questions just, just at you. Just as here. it is, fire You're right getting that off, you're sweating. Oh, I'm not gonna sweat your glasses are steaming here. up, mate, huh? Right, the old, Can he the wear old his goggles? glasses whilst he's playing? Imagine a three-hour game with the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is unbelievable. I didn't take any knocks, Scott. You didn't yeah. throw anything off me, but... Uh, well, it, gee it, was it's hot under there. What, this is some... Look at the uh, look at the Steelers badge on here. we got the... Uh, what's it, Red Rodeleuven? Yeah, Rodeleuven. 
super. What a what a hat and all class. of the colours as well. Absolute class. Jeez, you'd have some neck carrying that around. It's like doing a weight session on your neck, isn't it? Yeah, um, with um, with American sport and also with with most sports these days, this is a big thing we always talk about. Is it's how we can get the crowd involved. You know, get the energy of the crowd and sort of thing. Sorry to talk about this again, but there's a brilliant video on Instagram. I can't remember who. It is, but it's one of the college teams and they come out to Metallica and to Sandman yeah. and it is, it is, you just go and watch it and it is unreal because like, very, very good, isn't it? you know, the, the changing room is, uh, is miles away and they have to, don't they have to bus round and stuff and they have to touch the stone and they, they clear a path and literally everybody's jumping and going mad for it. We, we love that sort of stuff, obviously, um, in our sports, it's not as big and getting the crowd involved. We talk about the UFC but you know, um, I always have to say darts with him as well. You know, or boxing, um, and the music tries to get that energy from the crowd going. If you were still playing, Pat, and you had to choose what music the team would run out to, uh, no, not even the team. What what music would you run out to? It depends. It's not the kind of music I'm I'm hearing, so it's different. To 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 uh, run out of a field is different music, but our uh, our music is pretty good. It's Fort Minor. Fort uh, it's Minor. Uh, Remember, the, Remember name. the Name. We use that since years and that's cool. It ain't but broke, don't fix music, it. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. What about you, David? If you had, you've, I've seen you, you know, you're getting, I can see it, the tongue's out, you're getting serious here. I hope this is going to be good. I what think you it's more the ECDC, man. Well, what should we say? Taylor, Taylor Swift, take it off now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I quite like uh, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, you know, that oh. opening, you know, that opening, just that riff and you kind of know what's going to happen. And Here we Boring. go. Boring. Gee whiz. <laughs> Gee whiz, this isn't his first rodeo. What about, what about you? Well, I would be... Was probably was thunderstruck, something like that. Yeah, he's yeah, AC, yeah. AC, ACDC man, isn't he? Isn't he? Now I've got a couple of little ones. Now, if we're to have our party, which we always talk about, we really got to get our. our I don't know our if anybody will come, mate. Well, well, and uh, when I, and I ask you not to wear anything resembling the Luxembourg Steelers of Doulange, but you can wear any other sporting attire. What have you got, Dave? What What are you going to wear to the party? Any sporting attire, and you cannot choose Michael Jordan twenty three. Yeah, too many people turning up in that. <laughs> so any sporting attire, yeah, not American a, football, or it can be American football. It just can't be. It just can't be Luxembourg uh, or Doulon Steelers. Um, I mean, I I think people have seen me around in uh, some Tampa Bay gear, which is like the American <laughs> oh, team nice. sport. So I've got some nice Ooh. jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, Mike? I go with New Orleans Saints. So, New Orleans Saints. Uh, I probably would take my jersey from Drew Brees. Die hard NFL and Patrick over to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> they are laughing <laughs> because I'm an IT. I'm an IT guy, so uh, I'm I'm wearing uh, one of my uh, several uh, Emmett Smith shirts uh, from Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. So. Oh, good shout! One of the one, next one of the next important ones. question: What is your favorite American football film? Oh, uh, there's so a many. Uh, several. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the Remembered Titans, uh, it's a good... Oh, that's uh, when we missed off the list. How did we miss that? We wrote a list. And but, uh, I, like, I like The Replacements. It's funny. Oh, my oh. man. Huh? It's a funny movie. 
but I, I like all his. Uh, Finally, somebody's seen it. It's as good as you will see. <laughs> I like uh, We Are Marshals. Uh, oh, banger! Absolute banger! He's, we, we should just link up for video dates <laughs> or something. Mate. Actually, I brought oh. you my hidden list of so <laughs> sixty movies on. Oh, I love it. <laughs> what, about, what about yourself, boys? Um, I mean, I love Any Given Sunday because that's just, yeah. just a classic. That's classic from from like the. Football, it's very good from that side of the like technicality in the shots. That's really good. Obviously, Blindside's really, really good. That's like, but more feel goody, but less. It's less about the football, but it's still related. And then, oh uh, yeah, remember the Titans, best Disney movie out there, right? <laughs> very good. What about what, what about yourself? What one have you got? Home team was Kevin James. Home team. Oh, that wasn't Last on your year. list. It was a rogue one. It was, was a rogue one. one from I am so 22. happy that you have said the replacements. If you haven't watched it. Go and watch it. It is, yeah. It's, it's it's just so good. And even like Scott, we've been doing this show for just over twelve months now, and yeah. you haven't raised the replacements, N- not once. You're a liar. You haven't replaced. Okay, I have. I've talked about it before because. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, but I know an interesting factoid about the replacements. So it was filmed at the Baltimore Ravens home stadium in, in a preseason game. Yeah. In a, yeah. And apparently, this is the this is the story I was told is that Keanu Reeves worked out so well that they were willing to offer him a. A, yeah. a contract said, "Do you want to come and give it, it a try?" That good. It will have you. It is so rogue. Like your man Danny Bateman, the uh, the boy just goes around wrecking boys. You know they wear the red, the red shirts. You're not allowed to hit him. He just runs around leveling, but he don't care, mate. The, the, the care. kicker wasn't he? Uh, Irish oh, man. Reese fans. Yeah, no, he's Welsh. <laughs> oh, I'd be careful what you say there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, Dave. Just put, to put you on the spot here, bit of a tough question. What were the Baltimore Ravens called before they became the Baltimore Ravens? Well, so there was a team called the Baltimore Colts, which actually moved out west and got removed. And the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> a brand new team, away. named after the famous poem from Edgar Allan Poe in a survey. That's why they're called the Ravens. Wow, gee. You didn't answer the question. What were they called before that? So, they, no, they're, they're a brand new team. Oh, are they? But I thought that it was they, the Baltimore they, they, they Colts take... that up and left and moved away. What were you going to say, Nathan? It, it came up it was in, in one of the sporting facts of last week. I have to go through my notes. But I'm happy Orioles. that you have chucked him under the bus. Oh, when it comes that good sort that of he just knows his um, stuff. He clearly knows his stuff. Brilliant. There you go. Imagine coming up to this. It'd be class, wouldn't it? Boys, we're going to take a break. If you are listening in, uh, we will be finishing off with the local sport roundup. The boys are going to stay involved. Take it easy. We'll take a break. Lovely. What a tune. Huh? Yeah, I, was looking, I, was Never for, I was looking for Remember the Name by Fort Minor. It didn't pop up on my list. Sorry about that. It would have been nice to put something different on. Nathan, uh, gents, you're going to stay in with us for our uh, our local sports wrap, just basically where we're going to tee off um, everything that's been going on in the world of Luxembourgish sport. We've got a few goodies out there. What are you we starting have, with? Yeah, we've got, we've got super bikes. Chris Leash. It came out... Um, former guest ten, of the yeah, show. Former, yeah, ten, um, about 10 days ago. He's actually um, going to be wearing the colours of the Black Knights this season, which is a, a Belgium team in the Endurance World Championships Ooh. and in the French Superbike Championships. Now, the first race of the Endurance World Championships will take place in two weeks at the Sugatti, uh, the Circuit Bugatti in Le Mans. So, um, yeah, so exciting to exciting for Chris. He's Wish him all the a, best. He's an animal on the bike. Absolute, yeah. absolute animal. Been down at Top Squash recently, heading with um, heading with uh, Julian, Julian Hanks. Hanks. Julian yeah. Hanks. Let me sweating it out. So, what about you, gents? Into motor racing. A little bit. 
I only know who Mark Marquez. <laughs> These boys look like they're going to turn up to Harley's. I mean, yeah. when they turn up to their, you look like you look like Harley boys to me. But you ride motorbike? No, 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 I'm, not at all. Motorbike. I'm a car guy. Car guy. So. Yeah. Dave, no need for the speed. I, I, I play, I play football. <laughs> <laughs> you got the, you got the electric scooter up here, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, just quickly go on to volleyball. Um, last week we didn't um, mention those results yet. It was Strassen who won the cup for the fifteenth time uh, with a three 0 victory over um, volleyball club Fantonge. They won twenty five twenty, twenty five seventeen, twenty five thirteen. So relatively convincing there. And in the ladies, it was Mama who won the cup for the second consecutive time and fourteenth overall, beating Bertrange in the final twenty five twelve, twenty five twelve, twenty five seven. So even more convincing. Oh, was, remember we were chatting to um, uh, to Gilles when he was on and uh, obviously he was chatting to Gavin Love about the basketball. Now there's a weird concept in the Luxembourgish Cup because you can play against teams from the lower divisions. But if you, um, you essentially have a handicap, so you might be, it might be five points, it might be 10 points per game. Um, so you could reach the final if you were a lower league team and almost have like a a 20 point lead and you could lose the final but still win the final what do you think about that if you were playing against a team and you knew you were already down by by 20 points I mean we we, we always say the, the ultimate sports competition is probably the well, FA Cup in football you know if you just go there and you say okay we're just done so stay at home you have to be mental, mentally prepared and uh, I think it's even like in table tennis you have the same the same rules yeah. on the cup league, and uh, I think there's always a possibility if you stay, str- you have your strengths in your head. Yeah, you can uh, you can come good of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, just on the subject, touch rugby. Great turnout this week for uh, the uh, the training sessions, and there's a fond farewell to ladies captain MG, who's a former guest on the show. She's obviously moving on to greener pastures the RCL Junior Touch were at Strasbourg this weekend competing in a tri-nations uh, tournament with uh, mixed teams uh, under 15 under 12 and under 9s um, and they had 14 girls involved across all three teams which is They're brilliant really well aren't yeah, they yeah yeah they, really, they, they've really got well. a good, good core of people uh, really getting involved um, the Summer Touch League is obviously a big thing for the for RCL they're going to that gets going again uh, in the first week of May that'll be every Tuesday um, and if you're interested, they're looking for teams. But also, if you haven't got a team, get in touch and they'll add you to the Kick Cancer into Touch team. There's always a good barbecue and a few beers up there. The RCL seniors were due to play Frankfurt seconds this weekend, but that was cancelled on the Friday evening due to a waterlogged pitch. Uh, I actually think it's because they didn't want to uh, chop up the pitch before the, scene, the before the first team game. It's a pretty bad form, so, actually. Uh, so, uh, sorry, say that again. So the pitch up at Sissons? No, no, no. 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 What you, what? In Frankfurt. Oh, so they were meant Frankfurt. to go to Frankfurt. But okay, okay. It's, it's quite common in rugby to have the second team play before the first team. So they'll use the same pitch. But yeah, as we know, if the weather isn't great, it can be turned into a... Bog, bog. Um, very, very, uh, very, very quickly. The reason why I said uh, Sessange was because I was thinking of the hockey, and they um, they donated a check just recently of two thousand three hundred and ninety nine, one euro short of the big three thousand, um, because they um, generated a significant amount of funds from the twenty twenty two Royal Hockey Tour, um, where they gathered teams from all over Europe with a heart for hockey and um, supporting a good cause. And I believe that they will be their next tournament is on. 
July the 8th, 2023. These guys really uh, rock and roll up there. At, yeah. their Sandra. Pretty bouncing up there. We'll get up there for a few beers next time. Oh. Uh, what's the social scene like down at the... Uh, the Steelers, then, is there a... There's a bit of a social life sometimes. Yeah. We, have a, we have the infamous Steel Bar, which uh, opens its doors after practice, and um, it serves protein shakes and drink and bars, yeah. and maybe and, also and, and other... All the, all the calorie... And also, <laughs> you know, needed. other beverages. Which are key to uh, recovery, obviously, Absolutely. aren't they, you know? Moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it brilliant? I mean, we were at Beaufort Nights um, a few months ago. Before, just, before, just before Christmas. Christmas. Really and, cool, uh, really cool. Put, uh, bar up there. I, I, is it true that you boys have been up to watch Beaufort? Yeah. Uh, I think you had a, what was it, a, an event or a we, we, uh, social we, event? Yeah. We dropped the puck for them a while back. Uh, we sort of have some mutual friends, shall we say, with the Knights. Perfect, yeah. perfect. It's a great setup. It was a cool uh, great setup there yeah. and... Uh, yeah, I'd certainly like yeah, to we be. Yeah, went uh, to their last game. Yep. Yeah, it was the LHL finals. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was last weekend. Lost yeah. against the Tornado. Tornado. Team. Yep. Yeah, big crowd, uh, thousand people there at um at Cockleshire yeah, it was on the weekend. Awesome. Yeah, well, we, absolutely awesome. We we went up to watch. Uh, we went up to drop the puck as well before Christmas, um, and their changing room. Oh, like Nathan. <laughs> Nathan. Nathan says to me, because you play, because he's from a squash. It's very much like. Yeah, I just get changed and then just go on, and it's not part of the uh, the thing. Whereas, you know, uh, certainly for rugby, football, obviously um, American football, the the changing room is a very sacred place. There's a lot of stuff that I will not repeat that's said in there and and stays in there, sort of thing. And it's where you you prepare and you know and also react. You make changes and all that sort of stuff. So it's a it's a very very special place to those who have played those those team sports, but. This setup is unbelievable. It very much like what you would see in the in the NFL or the NHL, and, and that's what I said to Nathan just walking in. I was like, "This is it's pretty cool. This yeah. is unreal. Very very cool, I should say." Um, yeah, if you place. if you want if you want to see what it's like, this well, I remember putting a reel up. There's a reel on our Insta page, and and have a look at it. And it's yeah, it's a cool setup. And I mean, but they've they, they've they've got a decent decent setup going up there they've working well with the commune which i think is a massive thing in luxembourg if you can if you can get them on side so how long have you been playing at your at your pitch where you are have you always been at the same the same venue no uh it's hard to say uh how many time we are in at the john f gfk stadium but before we played on another field uh where now the soccer team having an onsage is playing they are the, the kings in Diddle, so yeah, yeah. We have to move on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this place where we are now is is great. That's uh, really cool. Is there anywhere you would like to go and play? You know, when you when the when the I say it's a bit different now because obviously you've changed leagues. But is there anywhere where you'd be like, yeah, this is a a place I like to go and play. Me personally, yes, I like to play at home, but I loved playing away. You know, if they had a big crowd or if they had a big stand down one side, lots of people in there. Is there anywhere locally that you like to, you know, that you think back and think, yeah, it was... played recently. Um, <coughs> we, had a, we had a cool uh, away trip to Italy last year in September. They they drew quite a crowd. I mean, the, and the pitch was actually, I mean, you know, you're thinking September in Italy. Was it? Yeah, I think it was September in Italy. Dust track. You're thinking, yeah, dust track. Greenest pitch I've ever walked on in my life. Not even joking. It was wow. really nice, thick grass. And um, one of the guys who came along as the grounds did launch, he was like, so what do I have to do to get it like this? Because this, it, was, it was solid. It was really, really nice to play on that. Yeah. And do you, do you always play on grass or do you sometimes play on the artificial or is it changed from... Sometimes. It depends on the team. Yeah. yeah. 
Last year we played against Strasbourg and they had a, a turf, a synthetic turf. So were you last year were you playing in the French? Yes, in the French league. And so where where did that decision become about to to you know go for? I see you're both laughing here. I'm looking forward to this um, um, to, to obviously jump ship. Um, it was a decision by the committee, and um, it was a decision driven by trying to just get to a very good standard and i think the germans run a very tight ship and even though mike's had to put in a lot of hours and work to get that working so far it's been a very very good experience you know you're getting you're getting four or five officials down to a game that are all independent whereas in france we were we were providing a couple of officials and they were providing a couple of officials a couple of questionable decisions no doubt huh it, it it just it's not it's not the same. And then when you get feedback from the referees after the game saying, "Hey, you filmed that game. Can we have the tape so we can improve as referees?" You're just sort of kind of flubbergasted and going, "Yeah, we want to work with you guys," you know, because yeah. that's that's kind of that sort of that pushes everyone to another level. Yeah, absolutely. German league is much more professional. So in the friend France Federation, they only play attention first and second league, and the rest of doesn't matter. Yeah, they can make that on their own so and that's not professional professional well gents we uh, we obviously know that the we were lucky enough to have gavin love on a few times and i'm just going to run through the the basketball results but they obviously won the cup but they crashed out in game three against la Rochette, 102 to 103 um they were without uh one of their without jan wolf and one of their americans so they've uh, you know there was chat of them going on to do the double but unfortunately not this year uh, Esch have knocked out Walford Ange. they won 82-69 and uh, T71 have obviously prevailed in a low scoring encounter 76-72 uh, the three winners will join Steinzel in the final four um, for the semis you've got Steinzel hosting La Rochette. best of three game one is actually taking place now mm-hmm. um, and then on the other side of the draw you've got Esh and they're hosting T71 um, and their game doesn't kick off till uh, a quarter past eight have you you've been to watch the basketball yeah several there? times yeah. yeah what about yourselves do, gents we do launch through and through T71 well <laughs> oh, sticky question yeah, yeah. I went to a couple of games of T seventy one team, yeah. but uh, before I was uh, with Bertrand Sparta. Yeah, yeah. Like I was, uh, yeah. During my when I was in school back back in school, we had American football in Luxembourg too because uh, by the creation of the Dillon Dragons, there was another team in Luxembourg, the Luxembourg Lions, and uh, most of a lot of my friends played for the Lions at yeah. this time. And uh, that's why I had, yeah, it was a difficult time to get into this dealers. And, uh, yeah. But eventually, it's all worked out. It's all well, roses. Because we, we were lucky enough to be down at the um, the finals at the cock, and it's cool. It's a cool setup. Like, they, you know, you can obviously you want to compare it to the NBA and stuff like that, but seeing the, the indoor athletics packed out with 5,000 people was a was a real cool thing to to be down there having never watched a basketball game um before we also had the uh, national championships um at the cock for table tennis eric glod defended his title from last year and that's his fourth uh, championship he won at 4-1 against luka maldonovic i think that's pronounced and then uh in the um in the women's uh, tessie gonderinger won 4-1 beating 15 year old aniska sad sadkovic you're making me pronounce all the hard names <laughs> you've got it tonight um Obviously, that's the first time um, Sarah Denoit has not um, 
participated. She's obviously crushed it for forever basically hasn't it and you know she's doing cool things on the world stage as well the olympics 479 days till the 33rd summer olympics will begin in paris um in the coming months a number of luxembourg athletes will try to qualify for what is arguably the biggest well apart from the super bowl (laughs) um uh, arguably the biggest uh, sporting event in the world um they're obviously going to be housed in the french capital so we'll be following that um good news we've got a luck the luxembourg house so it'll actually be the third time. Here's a question for you. It's been held three times. This will be the third time it's been in Paris. When else has it been in Paris? The first Ooh. games? No. First first games were, um, were in Athens. 1896. Actually, got, you got Athens, London and Paris. They're like the first set. It was actually in 1900. So the first one was in Greece, in Athens, obviously, and the second one was in Paris. Okay. And then there was another one in 1924. Um, so all kicks off on the years, so yeah, yeah. hundred years later. It's all uh, all kicks off on the 26th, 26th of July, um, and then the closing ceremony is on the 11th of August. And I mean, even if you're a, a minor sporting fan, you'll be tuning into uh, to to something, and hopefully we'll see lots of uh, you know Luxembourgish athletes. Well, they're all trying to they're all trying to compete for it at the moment, aren't they? Trying to see if they can get the they points can, they can get stuff, the points get and qualifying. get in. Because the the interesting thing is, I just mentioned the Luxembourg House in Paris, um, which will become like a government house, and it has been agreed that it's going to be at uh, Stade Jean Bonin, which is the home of. Is that Stade Francais? James Kent. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guess the source out Stade I think. Yeah, I, I think, think that's where they're based. So they're going to have a third. It's going to look. Yeah, Luxembourg House is going to be on the third floor. So it's going to be um, impressive to get an opportunity for Luxembourg to sell itself. Um, but what could be a sticky situation is that the they're doing train work, so the TGV might not be able to go from Luxembourg to Paris because they're doing works in Wittenberg. I'm sure they'll fly them by helicopter. No, but it'd be good. It's all all of us folk wanting to get down there and, 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 you know, and support our athletes. So I hope that it will be, and that we will have that um, fast public transport at that time because, uh, so Pat, if I'm listening in, I've tuned in tonight and being arrogant, I think, you know what? American football doesn't look that hard. I'm going to come down and have a go at it. How do I get involved? Where do, who do I contact? Where do we where do we start? If I want to, you know, get get, get in contact with yeah, you guys about coming all, down you to have training, to sign as a paper that uh, you are responsible for your your own uh, <laughs> for your own. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And then everything is possible. Yeah, I I think uh, if you play, you have a rugby uh, background, so you could be a good ba- running back. Yeah. So, oh, maybe. very good. Is it? Um, so, what 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 nights do you guys train? Uh. What time? Yeah, what nights? What night in the evening do you travel? Oh, yeah, well, on Wednesday and Friday. Oh, okay. And then, obviously, traditionally play the game. And um, so, what age? Do you, do you have a junior section at the moment? Um, or There is a plan to establish more of a junior team. Um, obviously, you need a certain amount of bodies. But the level we play right now, you have to be 18 to participate and play at a certain age. Yeah. Um, it's just as well, because, you know, if you're... 15, 16, your body's not got that strength of some 23, 24-year-old who's... Yeah, 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 absolutely. ...in the gym and everything else, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you if you want to get involved, you can contact us on social media, as as, as anyone. LinkedIn, so. Facebook, not LinkedIn, sorry, Facebook, um, Instagram. Or via our website, where all the information's are posted, or you can just come down to practice. There's you can join uh, with 15 and you play flag football. That's, yeah, that's uh, another possibility. Ah, that's another flag football. Is that... That's obviously, forgive my ignorance, that's obviously with the two tags and stuff like that. Great way to get 
to get into it. Yeah, yeah. actually, they are talking uh, in great discussions to uh, to get Olympic for flag, flag football. football. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Awesome. Awesome. We actually I have mean, a flag football team. Yeah. So uh, we have a couple of teenagers. Yeah. Who wanted to play tackle football, but uh, not old enough. They have, yeah, they're not old enough. So uh, they just started playing flag football for one or two seasons, and they step up. Mm-hmm. Do, do you not find it odd that obviously you guys down you're you're in Doudelange and you've obviously managed to establish this team up there? You you said there was another team. There's it the Luxembourg Lions. The Luxembourg Lions. They played their last game in 2013. Okay, but were they based in the city? Yeah, Sessange. Yeah. They played in Sessange. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. But we um, have a newcomer. Yeah, it's called the Redange Raptors. They just building up a team. Yeah, they're building up a team for two years now. Yeah, because it takes a long, a long time to get used to to the sports. Yeah, and to be ready to play the first games. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And is it? Second well. and build up the numbers as well. You yeah, know, you can't just turn up with five guys trying to play this sport. You know, no. Well, you need to obviously you need to know what you're doing more from a more from a safety point of view, you know, because you can yeah become a cropper very 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 quickly. And so, in terms of this season, obviously the goal is to you know win state. That's what the Yanks like to say, isn't it? You know, um, it's to try and obviously progress up to the to the next division. But it's it's uh, it's interesting what you said, David, when you say about trying to find your level because I think the. The, the mistake you can be is like, yeah, we want to play in the top division. And it's like, yeah, let's 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 not do it next week, but let's, you know, build ourselves up slowly and, and, and see where we're at. And it's there's nothing better than playing a good competitive game. Even if you lose, you know, it, it is part and part of the game, but you'd rather be playing competitive matches than, you know, beating teams by 100 points or losing by 100 points Absolutely. and stuff like that. Um one thing that might put somebody off is, you know, the, the initial cost for an equipment point of view. How, how, how? If I come down and, and join you guys, is that something you can help me out with equipment and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, we have some we have some equipment at the field that we put to disposal. Um, I know Pat mentioned the uh, the medical checks. Obviously, a very big part of that because there are risks, you know. And is that different? Is that different to what I would go through for a rugby? No, it's the medical. exact same check. If okay. you want to play competition, Just sport you're, in you're essentially insured, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, you you wouldn't start in kit day one, but we can help you out and put some kit on you. And then from there, just develop it and obviously see if you, you know something you like and you want to commit to. Yeah, because you know, yeah, the equipment does cost a bit of money. Yeah. But it's like all, any, any all sport, sports, any sport you cost. pay. There's Even you're playing football, you can spend 500 euro on boots and stuff yeah, like exactly. that. You know? When, yeah. um, is it very, very black and white with this sports medical? Is it a case of if I don't get it done, you will not let me do contact. I need to get it done before you'll let me on the pitch. No way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. no, fair enough. That's, I think on that's, the other that's, side, you, you can't play in the season. You can't get a license uh, if you have don't have the medical check. Yeah, okay. No license. So you've heard it here, gents. Wednesdays, Fridays. You know, get down there. Friday night lights doesn't sound uh, doesn't sound any better than that. You know, and for, um, and for those listening, for those listening live, we have got the red lionesses are playing Faroe Islands right now. So flick onto RTL.lu, you'll get the live stream. It's nil all at the at the break. Hold on, we got a chance, but no, <laughs> we're a bit close. You've done a bit of commentating. Have you done a bit of commentating before? I got a bit excited there. We had a we had a damn good opportunity, but um, yeah, we are playing tonight in uh, at Stadium Akil Hamrel, and then on the eighth of the fourth, which will be. Saturday is that right? Saturday we are playing in uh, Hossingen with against uh, Faroe Islands as well. well. We'll keep tabs so on that. We'll keep tabs um, on that match. This gents, 
thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, I think we could go for another hour about this and I'm sure the conversations will continue after we finish. Uh, wish you all the best for the uh, for the season. Please stay in comms with us and if we can spread the... Uh, what, what do you say? Do you spread the gospel, the American yeah. word? I don't... What, what word do you want me to use? Uh, spread, spread the steel. Spread, spread the steel, huh? There we go, yeah. Richard. It's after eight o'clock, so we're all right. Um, but yeah, boys, stay in, stay in comms and we wish you all the best and we will get down at some point. Um, and yeah, I mean, just looking from... Uh, I love the jacket that you wore up as well, the big... You know the American. What do you what do you call those? It's like Call the jock, the, ja- the jocks, huh? Yeah, that's a serious, uh, seriously cool piece of uh, the, uh, of merchandise. Do, there. do you do you have to? Can you just buy that, or do you have to play a certain number of Mate, games they, nah, to get they that? They've got a merch huh? store for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can buy that. There's a normal guy who can buy it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I'd say your, yours looks like it's had a bit of mileage on it, boss. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't get taken yeah. off. Do you sleep in that as well? Do you? Not quite. Yeah. <laughs> but, Jeds, um, as always, you can check out the uh, the rest of the team from tomorrow morning. You've got Sam Steen from 6 o'clock. You've also got oh, Stephen Steps Lone. Chance. You, it wasn't even. It you was, haven't even got the football Amy, on there, mate. It was Amy. It was just about the net one in the back yeah. of the net. And, and the goalkeeper's gone down as well. Amy's gone down. There's scenes. Classic. Um, and you can join Steps Low from 12 o'clock tomorrow uh, for the lunchbox. You've got Melissa Dalton from 3 till 6 with the home stretch. Don't forget about the hangover show uh, on uh, 10 o'clock on, uh, on Sundays as well. And we will be back for our international sports roundup. And we'll have another guest on. Uh, stay in comms. Uh, boys, we do a little bit of a sign off here. So just copy what we do, okay? Until next week, Nathan. Cheers. Cheers.